All right, guys. Hey, this is our last chapel together. And so that is, uh, thanks, Mike. Thanks. That's how I feel inside, yeah. But, uh, how, again, we, you guys already said, but who's had a great weekend this weekend? Yeah? It's been wonderful. You guys are all rocking your Heartland gear. That's going to be so cool when we go down the mountain and uh, everyone's kind of got the same hoodies on. That's going to be tight. Um, man, but I have just more than enjoyed my time with you guys this weekend. It's been great to get to know you. Uh, and honestly, the fact that we're all from the same town is super cool. Because as we get to head down, that just means that we're all, we all came up here together and we all get to go down to the same place and begin to make a difference. And uh, man, as bummed as I am that this is our last chapel together, I told you guys yesterday that, that today might actually be my favorite day at camp. And I got asked this morning, like, why, why would the last day at camp be your favorite day? And, and I know that that's weird, but here's the thing. This is what I love about camp. I love that people from all over, or this weekend specifically, people from the same city get to come up the mountain to gather together uh, and really just to escape the distractions and the hectic, crazy busyness of life. And we get to come together with no distractions simply to seek Jesus and to have a great time together. And it may say, seem kind of weird and it might not make much sense, but as sad as I am at the end of camp, because camp really is one of my favorite things ever, uh, I love getting ready to go home. And here's why. Friends, because as God has called us out of the darkness and into his light, he didn't do it so that we could do it in a group of a bunch of Christians where nobody else gets to see his light inside of us. But when God called us out of the darkness and he called us into the light and he placed his light inside of us, he did it so that we could show that light to the world around us. Man, because if Christians only hung together, if Christians never showed that light of Jesus, that light of God to anybody else, the world would never change. But God has called us up here to this mountain, specifically this weekend, I think, to ignite that flame inside of us, to spark that light inside of us, so that as we head down, we can begin to interact with the world around us and to shine that light. And so in getting to get back into our cars and to head down the mountain, yeah, it's sad, yeah, it's a bummer. I know that we wish we could be here all week, but it's a privilege, friends, that we get to go home because in getting in our cars and getting home, we get to live out the calling that God has placed on each and every one of our lives. And so this morning, that's specifically what I wanna talk about. And we're gonna dive into what does it look like to live in the light and to live as lights in the dark world when we get home. See, as you can imagine, if you've spent any amount, of your, any amount of time in life living a certain way, we begin to create habits and we start to get comfortable and used to doing things a certain way. But as we came up this mountain, I think that God has done a work in each of our lives to begin to bring some light to some different areas, right? God's begun to light up some dark things in our life, maybe to bring hope to dark situations, to ignite a new flame inside of us for us as we go home. And so as we head down the mountain, friends, if you made a decision to follow Jesus this weekend, or if you've said, man, I've kind of lived two lives and I'm ready to live just one, the one that God has called me to, life will begin to look a little bit different from this point on. And so we're going to start in God's word this morning. And so in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, that's where we're going to be. So open your Bibles up to Matthew, chapter 5. And uh, this is just a great verse. This is probably one of my life verses right here that we're going to be going through. Matthew, chapter 5. That is the first book of the New Testament. If you're new to the Bible, the first book of the New Testament, Matthew chapter 5, that's where we're going to be. So I'll give you a second to get there. Matthew chapter 5, we're going to start in verse 14. All right, I'll give you just a couple more seconds.
right, here's what it says. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. It says this. You are the light of the world. He's talking to us. You are the light of the world. The city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. And then he goes on to say, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Rather, they put it on a lampstand and it brings light for all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Friends, if you made a decision this weekend or if you have a relationship with Jesus, this verse is for you. See, when we step out of the darkness and into the light, something interesting happens. Because as God has called us not only to live in the light, God has called us also to live as the light. And what happens is we get God's light inside of us. A way to think about this is kind of like a lantern. Anyone ever used a lantern? When you light a lantern, there's a little flame that burns inside of it, right? So the lantern itself doesn't actually give off any light. But as that flame burns inside of the lantern that light from it hits the glass on the outside and it illuminates and it shines for everything that's in close proximity to the lantern. And that's the same way that God's light inside of us works as we interact with the world around us. And so when Jesus says, you are the light of the world, the the thing is, by ourselves, we're not light. By ourselves, we are not Light, But because we have God's light living inside of us, we get to be reflections and image bearers of his light in a dark world. And as simple as it sounds to talk about, right, it's really easy to say, like, man, we're the light of the world, and we're going to go home, and we're going to do this thing, and we're going to sing hoorah and kumbaya, yeah, and, you know, and we get fired up. The fact is that when we get home, living this out is a lot harder than, it is to, than, than when we talk about it. But oftentimes it's not quite that easy. Let's look back to verse 15 in Matthew chapter 5. It says this, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Now you may be hearing that and you're like, duh, right? Like that that would make no sense, right? If it's dark and you light a light, why would you then cover the light so that it doesn't light up? Like that doesn't make any sense. That's like pulling out a flashlight and turning it on and then sticking it in your jacket so that it doesn't light anything up around you. You're like, that'd be a waste of time. There's no point to waste a battery. Why would you even turn the light on in the first place? But the reality is that many Christians, we live our lives just like this. See, we can go off to camp or we can go to church and hear a great sermon where we get excited and we get fired up to live our lives for Jesus. But as we head home or you get home or you get back to school or practice, oftentimes it doesn't take long for us to start feeling maybe a little bit embarrassed a little bit insecure, a little bit worried that maybe we won't fit in. Like if I shine this light that I'm supposed to, maybe I won't fit in. So what often happens is is as excited as we were at the beginning, a lot of us get home and that light we have, we just stick it right under a basket. And the light of Jesus that's lit inside of us gets hidden very quickly. The second half of verse 15, it says, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. But then it says this, but rather they put it on a lampstand and it gives light for all who are in the house. See friends, instead of hiding our light away in fear, the light that God calls us to shine for all people around us, God has called us to live our lives on a lampstand rather than in a basket. See, when you light a lamp in your house, you do it so that it can light up the room. You don't light a lamp and then stick it under a blanket or shove it under the couch because that wouldn't make any sense. 
And so in the same way, when God calls us to be lights in the world, he calls us to live our lives in front of people. The faith that we have, the relationship with Jesus that we have, the light that we have living inside of us is not only for us, but it's for us to share with the world around us. Why? Why would God call us to do this? It's not so that people would see us and see our light and say, man, that's a great person. Or man, they're so cool, I want to be just like them. When we shine the light that Christ has put inside of us, friends, we do it so that those people would get to experience God's light and that maybe they would come to know the light and then they would be able to become the light as well. And I know that when we get home, when we get back into the real world, friends, it's hard to keep that light shining. I know that it is. I've been to so many camps. I've gotten so fired up for Jesus. And it's like, I, I get home and, and it's like, man, if I last two weeks on fire, that was, a, that was a good one, right? Like that was a good run. Two hours, right? Yeah, as soon as my mom makes me mad, right? And that's kind of the cycle that we end up living in coming home from camp. And so I want to talk for a little bit about, man, what can we do to keep that light shining? What can we do to live boldly as lights on a lampstand, not hiding under a basket, but living in front of people so that they can experience the light that Jesus has given us?